0: Hello and welcome to Eastridge Connection. I'm very thankful that you would, would join us today. I hope that you're doing well. And uh, we've got a, a few things that we want to put in front of you today just as a, a church family in, a, in, a, in a, an effort just for us to stay connected and also to be able to, to journey together, to, to walk through Scripture together and consider things uh, as a church family, especially during this time of uh, quarantine and, and such. Uh, we are, as we've talked about in, in recent uh, in recent weeks, you know, working toward a time of coming back together, I feel like that's uh, going to going to be on the horizon very soon. And so just be looking for information to be sent out to you um, in the in coming days, and we're going to keep you informed as, uh, as, as that day approaches. Uh, today what we thought we would do um, for, a, for a centered focus uh, for this podcast is to build upon something that we, we looked at a couple of weeks ago, but really not in, in, much, in much detail Uh, A few weeks ago, we were looking at uh, Luke chapter 15 in Jesus's story, the parable of the the prodigal son. And within that story, there is this this beautiful line of scripture that states that the prodigal son, the lost son, the wayward son, that he came to his senses. Uh, And it's that moment that causes him to to turn back toward the father's father's home, uh, to end up uh, sitting at the father's table again. And the question that we asked during that podcast was, um, what are the things that occur in life that cause us to, to come to our senses? And we talked about people and places and, and events, uh, blessings and hardships just all along, the, all along the way. And one of the things that we considered was the, the quality, the, the virtue of, of humility, and um, how, how important humility is in, in coming to our, our senses and turning toward God. And so what we thought we would do today is to spend some time talking about the role of humility and the, the role that it plays in, in our living everyday life as, as Christian people. And so i want to turn to a, a passage and ask you to turn there with me. It might be one that you're familiar with and that you would anticipate. But I'm going to read Philippians chapter 2 and uh, the first 11 verses here. And then we'll just, um, we'll just build upon this passage and see where our time and, and where the spirit leads us uh, during our time together. The Apostle Paul writing to, to Christians then and writing to Christians now, he says, "If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete. By being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit, one in purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility. Consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should not only look to your own interests, but also look to the interests of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but he made himself nothing. Taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. Writing to, to Christians, especially writing in regard to how Christians relate to one another, uh, he points toward he points toward the cross. He says, "If you want to know what humility humility looks like, look look to Jesus. Look to the cross. Not only to the cross, but he begins with um, the the incarnation of of Christ, uh, Christ choosing to, to to be to live to dwell to dwell among us. Maybe well, maybe with that as a as a beginning, let me let me just um, Kick things to, to you guys and, and get your input on this: the role of humility in Christianity, um, in our being faithful uh, faithful servants. Um,
1: the role of humility in in salvation.
0: The role of humility in, in how we relate to to others. Uh, initial thoughts from this?
1: Yeah, I, I would. I love how in this this Christ hymn in Philippians two, and specifically in these verses six through eleven, uh, it talks about this sort of twofold process of. Of Jesus humbling himself and it goes through this process of him changing his nature and it talks about him being found in appearance to man But really becoming a servant and then the ultimate uh, Act of humility, which is him dying on the cross for our sins And I think that's kind of a great way to think about our ourselves as coming to Christ putting Christ on baptism We do this thing where we have to change our nature We have to become a servant and there is that submission there is the humbling that comes in place with that and It's no longer about me. Uh, I'm going to live my life according to the teachings of Jesus Christ uh, and then, really, the, the act of giving up our life. And it just takes us back to Romans 12, this idea that we are giving up our life as a, as a sacrifice to God um, and not making it about us anymore. So, this, there's so much about Christ that we focus on living a, a, a life uh, worthy of the calling of Christ is so surrounded in love. And that's true. But I think that's almost always born out of a heart of humility because you have to have this place where you are exalting other people, you are considering uh, their interests uh, above your own. And I think that's so. Key and core to what it means to be a Christ follower. You know, if I'm
0: if I'm trying to if I'm trying to define or to describe humility by using just you know synonyms or, or you know, other sort of sort of ideas, you know, submission, submissiveness certainly sure, is, is is a part of that. Um, and, and and even thinking about the posture of the heart, kind of building building on what on what you just said. That, that humility comes from it is a, it is a posture of, of the heart. Uh, Psalm Psalm fifty one, which I guess a lot, a lot of connections here. You know, you, you referenced Psalm fifty one when we when we were talking about you know, coming to our senses a couple of weeks ago, and and, and how that that's that's definitive in in King David's mm-hmm. life. And so here you have King David who who's been confronted with with his sin, who pours his heart out to God. There's this posture of heart, and then pins Psalm. Uh, Psalm fifty one. You know, create, created me a clean
1: heart, oh God. When he totally had the option to do the opposite, I mean, he, he is a king. He is a person who could have had the prophet Nathan put to death. He, he could have gone about this with a, a heart of pride and said, "No, this is going to be about me and getting what I want." Uh, and, and instead, he chooses submission. He chooses humility That is the perfect example. So, humility being being a choice. Mm-hmm. Good, Jacob.
2: Uh, yeah, the the, the phrase of, of looking to the interests of others. We see this. Throughout all the gospel, uh, how many times do, do we see Jesus doing something that, that uh, maybe causes him to come under fire of some sort uh, to better someone else, uh, to, to help someone else? Um, you know, we, we have these these moments where uh, Jesus is is humbling himself, and yes, ultimately we, we see that in the cross. And, mm-hmm. and Paul mentions that in Philippians two, but. Uh, Countless places uh, that that we see this this taking place. Um, he, he becomes a man, and that and that just that is hard to grasp mm-hmm. because uh, when when you read Isaiah and you read Revelation, you're trying trying to grasp. Okay, these these two men saw something that that no one has ever seen before, mm-hmm. uh, and no one will ever see on this side of eternity. And they're trying to explain it to us, and it's hard to grasp. He left that uh, to become like us. Uh, so that that in itself is 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 pretty mind boggling, but but then you, you see how he treats people while he is on earth. Uh, again, taking fire uh, to help someone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Luke 15, y'all, y'all mm-hmm. mentioned, um, and just not even getting into the parables, but understanding how that all came about. He is, he is eating a meal with people who have been considered rejects mm-hmm. of Israel, people not worthy of being called Israelites, the sinners, the tax collectors. He is publicly putting himself out there with them because, uh, and Luke's all about this, the, the, the mission of seeking and saving the lost, uh, that's his whole driving factor, and, and, and that's what's put him there. And he's humbled himself. If, if, if I can't reach them and save them, then what's this all about? Right. And so he, he's, he's put himself at this table with these sinners and these tax collectors, uh, again, humbling himself. He, he knows what's going to happen. He knows how this is going to be perceived. Mm-hmm. He knows what this is going to do to his image. And yet he does it, anyways, uh, humbling himself, not just uh, in, in grand ways, but in, in maybe a little more subtle ways. Yep. The opposite <clears throat> opposite of humility being
0: being pride, and certainly when it comes to to, to sin, pride is at the core of that. Even even the, the, the fall of. Of, of Adam and Eve, the, the the temptation of of Satan is is one of is one of pride. You can be you can be like God, Adam and Eve wanting to be gods unto themselves. And and so the opposite of, of pride then then humility. Uh, James four uh, ten came to uh, to mind. First Peter five six. Both of both of them very similar. You know, Humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will lift you up. Humble yourselves under God's mighty hand, uh, that He may lift you up in due time. And so pride is, is our wanting to exalt self. Mm. Uh, and maybe even th- thinking about the correlation between, between sin and pride, you know, there is this exaltation of, of self, or maybe even in sin, this worship of, of self uh, as opposed as opposed to the worship of, of God. And then you know, James and, and the Apostle Peter, you know, both talking about how. How, no, the way that this this works is we humble ourselves before before God, and God's the one we don't lift ourselves up. Um, God's the one that that exalts us, even though that's that's a strange way of thinking about that. God's the one that, that lifts us up, yeah. and maybe and maybe within that we're right back at at, uh, at Philippians chapter two. Jesus who who humbles himself and not only submits to to humanity or to becoming human, but also submits to death and the worst kind of death. Um, that's uh, that could be imagined. And so the role of, of humility in in the incarnation, uh, and then the role of humility in, in salvation, in accepting Christ as as Lord, there's this this submiss this submission to, to God through Christ, this submission to His His purposes, uh, submission to His His will. Um, even thinking about um, baptism and how in the in, in the way that we go about doing doing baptisms in general, especially especially in the states um, where you've got uh, a person who's who's being tilted tilted backwards, and um, which is kind of like the most awkward way to baptize a person that could be imagined. But that that's generally the way that we do it. You're saying we should go straight down. We're just you know, dead. just boop. You know, <laughs> That would be that would that would that would be. That's you know, the way my legs work, so... That's, <laughs> that, that, that's right. That's right. Um, and, and, and a lot, and a lot of times, uh, you know, if, if it's not in a, a traditional baptistry, if, if it's in a, a lake or, mm-hmm. or something like that, or, or, or a swimming pool, or especially in third, in a lot of third world countries, th- they will build their baptistries in, in, a, in a more conducive sort of way. You know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, anyway um, with uh, with the way that we go about doing baptisms, which is okay, maybe a little bit convoluted, there is a point where the person being baptized loses control. Uh, you know, I've, I've got to trust this other person That's right. to, 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 to pick me back, to, to lift me back, right. to back up. And, uh, and, there's, and there's submission to God, of course, in, uh, in, in baptism. And, and maybe to think about that image along with uh, this call of humbling ourselves before God that he would lift mm-hmm. us up. Uh, the role of, so the role of humility in in salvation, and then I think also not just the role of humility in in becoming saved, but the role of humility in remaining saved. And you know, with Psalm fifty one, David is confronted by Nathan, but you're right; he's got a, he's got a choice. Yeah. Now he doesn't have a choice as far as God's concerned. It's going to be either okay, this is going to go well for you, or this is not going to go well for you. Um, but he has, he has a choice just like we do. But his, his response is one of repentance. You don't get repentance unless, unless there's humility. Mm. And so the role of, of humility in, in repentance and salvation, so in salvation and in, in remaining, remaining saved. Uh, and I think especially um, with, with Philippians 2, this, this role of humility in the relationships that we share with other, with other Christians and, and Jacob, you even touched on it, the, the role of humility in, in evangelism and how we reach out to, to those, that we, those that we know and how we relate with those that we know and maybe how we reach out with the gospel to, to those that we, we don't have a, a relationship with, or at least a, a strong one. Any thoughts in regard to humility and especially in, in, in the role that it plays in the relationships that we share with others, whatever that, uh, whatever that looks like?
1: Yeah, in fact, along those lines, I was going to pose a question to, to y'all, because I've been thinking about, with everything going on uh, with, with COVID-19, uh, I feel like humility uh, has become uh, as, if was, as if it was never important. It, it is very important now that we, I think, present ourselves in a very humble way. Because even when we're talking about the church coming back together, mm. people get very much in arms uh, about the way that they think that that should look. And this the idea of, uh, the, since you think it should be done a different way, you're absolutely wrong, and my way is better. Uh, and I think the, the conversation you had with Ken uh, last week was very good, because it was about how, how can we come together and just have a sense of humility and think about the interests of, of, of other people, uh, people who are at risk, people who uh, who think, you know, absolutely you should wear a mask no matter what. I mean, there's a lot of different thoughts about what's right and what's wrong. And we're seeing a lot on social media now about people who, are, who have been... Uh, presenting their, their view on things in very uh, unhumble ways. Uh, Wait, people not being humble. Yeah, on social, media. On social media. It's it's okay. this new thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does seem particularly polarizing right now with everything going on. And so I guess, by way of your question, my question is: well, what does that look like for a Christian now with everyone having uh, you know different opinions on what's the right way to go about this? What is the right way to uh, be have have a spirit of humility? In regards to each other as fellow Christians, what do you guys think about that? I think it's okay
2: to have your your own opinion on how things, Good. things <laughs> should 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 go down. We're not going to validate uh, your opinion. No, yeah. no, of course not. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> but, but understanding, you know, life's not black and white. Uh, it's uh, it, and we have a tendency to think of ourselves as being complex, and yet somehow we look at others. Like somehow they're not. Oh yeah, we're above uh, average, everyone else is. Yeah, and so <laughs> like understanding, okay, life is complex. Yep. Uh, I see things this way. They may see it another way. This person may see it a third way. And, and there's countless ways to see this, but understanding that just because they see it differently doesn't mean A, they're necessarily wrong or even B, uh, that um, you're right or, you know, it, it's... We're you, you, uh, talking humility. Uh, that, that's that's part of It's understanding, okay, I, I don't have all the answers. Yes, this is what makes sense to me, but maybe there is another way things can be done. And that's okay if it's
1: mm-hmm. not my way. I, I think it takes humility to get to that thought process. I think you're absolutely right to think that other people have different perspectives and, and you're, you are probably not 100% right about everything. Uh, I think some people I really struggle with that. Of I need to have... Uh, because if, we, if, if, I, if I believe something, it has to be right. Otherwise, I wouldn't believe it. That's right. And that's always the perspective. But yeah, to, to realize that life's complex, people have different perspectives, different experiences, I think you're right. I think that takes humility to slow down and have that uh, sort of look on things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about the, the role of, of humility kind of at a, <clears throat> at a macro level and a micro okay. level, and um, especially when it comes to, when it comes to relationships, whether it's whether it's you know humility displayed in in how I relate with with Tirsa or, mm. or humility in, in how I relate with with my with my kids, um, humility in how I relate with with my friends, but then yeah then, then that that needs to be an entire like uh, um, you know sermon the role of humility in social media. Mm. And just and just to, to think about the polarization that takes place, regardless of what the topic is, because a person thinks, "Well, my opinion is the only one that really matters mm. because my opinion is right." And if you disagree with me, then I'm going to demonize you because you're just you're just stupid if you can't get on the same page as I'm right. as I'm on. And <clears throat> and that is just simply the the opposite of of what uh, of what humility humility is. And with Imitating the humility of Christ in the in the relationships that we share with, with others, maybe even even referencing kind of you know a cultural state of things in regard to um, you know the coronavirus, and then putting that in the context not only of, of society mm. and the polarization that exists within society, but place that within the context of the relationships that we share with one another as as, as brothers and, and sisters because at the end of the day a person a person might very well say well i i uh, i can do all of these other things um, and make these choices to i can go to dinner now i have to sit 6 feet apart from somebody but i can still go to dinner mm-hmm. um, and i can you know get my hair cut and i can do this or this or that but i but uh, we're we're still we're 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 still trying to figure things out in regard to to church why why is that well okay maybe it's not about you mm-hmm. um, and maybe it's about considering others better than yourself maybe it's about putting others putting others first. Yeah. And, and, I, and, I, and I know there's there's, there's got to be this, this definitive line there but if ever we're going to err on one side it's got to be on the side of, of humility uh, and I think that just takes um, that takes a, a, a submission a submissiveness on our part uh, not only to to the will of God in, in Christ but a submissiveness on our part to one another. Um, Now, for the sake of others, and I think that's really where Philippians 2 uh, is bringing us, for the sake of others. But to to submit ourselves to others or to consider others better than ourselves when they're not, Mm. um, that's hard. That's difficult. Well, okay, but you don't just do it just to do it. You do it because, because it demonstrates Christ's likeness and because when it happens... When it when it when it happens in a in a God ordained God designed way, it can be explained no, for no other reason other than okay, I'm doing this because, because I want to be like Christ and because I, I see the example in, in Christ. Uh, I, I, so I just I think there's a I think there's a uh, a delineation there that we oftentimes miss, especially within the the polarization of society, uh, and, uh, and and especially especially if there's any sort of polarization among brothers and sisters. That um, it shouldn't be. Any,
1: any, any, other, any other thoughts in regard to kind of those sort of those sort of uh, ideas? Yeah, I, I have one. I, I'm I'm wondering if some people will hear us talk about imitating Christ's humility, and we'll make the point of uh, you know Christ and His teachings to his Pharisees. It would be hard to describe the way He taught them as very humble. I mean, He was very quick to telling them they're wrong and uh, and, and, and letting them know as much. Uh, and I think it's important to know that we're not talking about when we're talking about humility that we're not talking about being a doormat yep. uh, to uh, to what we know to be true in Scripture. That's right. Uh, and I don't. Know, I just I just want to make sure we hit on that, that this is not a, a matter of someone tells you that God's not real and you very humbly say, well, your, your opinion's valid and I'm mm-hmm. going to slink away. That, that's not. We, we can stand up for what we believe sure. in and do that in a powerful way, but we can also do that powerfully in a very uh, kind way, mm-hmm. in a very gentle way, uh, in a way that's not insulting their parents and their entire upbringing. I mean, there, there are lines that you definitely cross where your own pride gets wrapped up in that. Um, but there are certainly things worth fighting for uh, as far as our opinions on things when it comes to the truth of the Bible. Well,
0: and, and thinking about the, the role of, of humility in, uh, in, in sharing Christ with, with others or in studying with, with others, mm-hmm. um, for us to, in, in, in the way that we go about just conducting ourselves, carrying ourselves, to, to, to be a person who is confident with, and I'm confident with Scripture, mm-hmm. confident with, with, with what God has put in front of me, confident with who God is. Relationship that God offers uh, offers us. Uh, at the same time, there's there's that line between confidence and arrogance mm. that sometimes Christians don't walk very they walk very well. Mm. And well, it's 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 I've got this figured out and you don't. And if you can't get on my <laughs> can't get on the same page that I'm on, then obviously you're just not as you're, you're 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 either either you know rejecting the gospel or you're just on the same level that I'm on. Um, and there, there there tends to be at times there this this, this arrogance that comes about. Um, among Christians or within within Christians that 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 uh, shuts down conversations so very so very quickly with with others and uh, I think that especially someone who's who's considering Christianity but who's not there yet a lack of humility can be the very thing that just shuts that conversation yeah. right. mm-hmm. at, the, at the same time uh, having that genuine genuine humility that only comes from from living out the gospel could be the very thing that someone needs in order to to think to themselves, well, you know, this really doesn't make sense, but
1: maybe I ought to, maybe I ought to at least give this a second yeah, thought. I, or, I, or I disagree with you, but there might be something to the way that you're uh, treating me and the way you're acting towards me. Yeah, absolutely. Because humility is, I mean, it's of cultural mm-hmm. and, and so much of the
0: gospel, so, I mean, so much of our, our, our faith is... It's counterintuitive. It's it's, it's counter-cultural. Uh, It is it, it, it is designed the way that it's designed in order to have a have, have an impact, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and for us to lean into that, I think is uh, is, is central. Jacob, any, any other thoughts or anything that comes to, to mind as far as uh, humility, the role of humility, and in, in, in uh, maybe how how we relate to whether it's one another or to
2: I, as we finish talking up about mm-hmm. this, just how we. Deal with people. Uh, I, whenever, whenever teaching about humility, I'm always, I'm always a, a little bit afraid uh, of. I'm the most of, humble person of, I know. Of creating, <laughs> creating an, a, an <laughs> us <laughs> and them type yeah. of deal, like like we yeah. are humble, they aren't, yeah. uh, and and um, understanding that that even yes, we, we can we can be prideful too, uh, but but. Especially if you think that you're seeing this, this pride in other people, and there's there's a way to engage them humbly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that they're not to be just left alone. And, and I know, speaking from a, a chronic uh, conflict avoider, uh, my, my tendency is just to, whenever I think there's going to be that, I, I steer clear of the mm-hmm. area. Uh, that's not always... Sometimes maybe that is the right move, but that's not always the right move. Mm -hmm. And so understanding that there is a way to to address that. um, And and again, we see Jesus do this uh, in the Gospels. Uh, Simon, uh, the Pharisee, has him come in. Obviously, there's this stark uh, view on things. And yet, uh, knowing this, Jesus still comes to his house, uh, takes the insults that that come by, by the snubbing that Simon gives. Uh, and yet still manages to leave that place, having taught Simon something about humility, uh, but also that the, the, the woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that beautiful scene and, and, and all the teaching that comes with it would have never happened had he not, not gone in mm-hmm. uh, and, and to to engage and, and to confront. So, um, yeah, kind of like you were saying, it's not being a doormat, uh, but it's also recognizing it's not... Trying to get rid of that, that us and them mentality that we're all really we're all together in this and we're all trying to figure this out. I love how
1: wildly uninterested Jesus is in the optics of anything he does. Like <laughs> he does not care yeah. at all how he looks.
0: Wildly uninterested. <laughs>
1: yeah. just, just just does not care. Uh, and I love that because it's it's uncompromising. And uh, I was thinking about we're talking about the humility of Jesus, and I think a lot of times our minds are drawn to the opposite of that, and we think of and turning over, you know, the tables of the money lenders and all these things. When reality, if you think about it, that might be one of the most humble things he could have done in that moment. I'm thinking about what what was that Jesus' fingertips? What he could have done in that moment? And just think, hey, maybe he he gave a break by doing what he did. Maybe maybe there were worse things that could have happened. Uh, you know, not just the ten thousand angels, but just the one angel That's that, right. could have, That's right. that could have that could have done, done everything he needed to do.
0: Anyway, well, I think that, that's one of the things that I, that I dearly love about Jesus is he knew he knew when to turn over a table mm. and he, he knew when to bend down and ride in the sand. That's right. And uh, we, we don't always know where that line is at as well as he did, you know, so we sometimes and, and, and probably in general, mm. in, in, in general, our, our, I think our our, just, our temperament is to probably turn over more tables. Uh, he knew, than, he knew when to
1: sure. turn over a table and he knew when to share a table. Mm. See, see, Luke fifteen. Yeah, that's, <laughs> true. that's true. We're right back in Luke chapter fifteen. Yeah,
0: good, good. Um, well, I really appreciate you guys uh, with what you what you've had to, to to say and to contribute here, and I appreciate this this avenue each week to be able to to share some ideas and to be able to provide a, an opportunity for for connection. I thank you for for joining us uh, this week. Uh, and it, as, I, as I said at the at the beginning of the podcast, just be looking for information. It's it's going to be uh, headed your way uh, pretty soon. And uh, I'm so grateful for uh, for this time that we've been able to share together uh, today. Uh, Jacob, do you mind uh, leading us in a
2: in a word of prayer before we bring things to a close, Heavenly Father. We thank you for today. We thank you for uh, the blessing of this life, Father. I pray that uh, you will continue to walk with us and show us the opportunities uh, that you are presenting. Uh, Father, I pray that we will uh, rise to those occasions and that uh, your your kingdom uh, will advance uh, and and that your word will spread. And Father, I pray uh, that, that you will help us to be humble in, in all things uh, and, and, uh, and at all times. Uh, Father, I want to thank you for uh, your son and the example that, that he set for us uh, to show us how how to live that kind of life. And uh, pray that we will strive... Uh, to to be more uh, Christ-like, uh, especially in our humility, and I uh, pray all this in Your Son's name. Amen. Amen.